Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Electronic Dance Money. I'm your host, Christian Casito. Unfortunately, we don't have a guest for this episode, but the next episode, we're going to have a guest. I promise it's lined up. We're recording on Monday. It's going to get done. Uh, And it's with my buddy, Sean Johnson, who I was telling you guys about. And I think it was the last episode where he's a DJ, he's a professional DJ. So he's going to be coming in. We're going to be, I'm going to be talking his ear off. I think the episode is going to be a fairly long one because there's just so much to unpack with what he does and how you guys can get going on it. So it's going to be such an incredible episode. Stay tuned for that one. I think you guys are really going to love it. I know I'm going to love it. I'm going to learn a ton from it. So that's why I want him on. Super excited for it. But for this episode, we're going to continue with this theme that has been going on. And, you know, as I was coming up with the idea for this episode, I started thinking, well, I should have just done like a three part series on this or two part series on this. And I, I kind of realized, like, we're talking a lot about licensing royalties, releasing music, these, these, these kinds of topics. And I probably should have started with this one, or maybe I should have done a two part episode and release them at the same time. Uh, because we're going to be talking about distribution today. I realized that we haven't talked about distribution yet. I've mentioned it in so many episodes prior. And if you haven't released your own music, and you feel like you're kind of trapped in just sending tracks to record labels and getting tracks signed to record labels or hoping that they will sign you. Um, and you want your music on Spotify. You want it on iTunes. You want it on Beatport. You want it on these places. There's ways for you to go about this uh, without having to go to a record label. You can self-distribute. I know. I, I'm sure you know this. I've talked about it in the past. Um, I will continue to talk about it, and I know that Adam Reifsteck and I talked about this back in episode 8, how you don't need to go to a record label, and because of technology now, it's so easy to self-distribute, and you can make all of the royalties off of self-distributing instead of going to a record label, and sometimes that's a better situation. You're in more control. Uh, you can have control over your release day, where it goes to and where you want to focus your time and energy. And if you have a really good, solid promo plan put out, you might do better promotion and marketing with your stuff than any other record label would. I know I've said it before, but this is something you need to keep in mind. What's the record label going to do for you? Do they have five other artists lined up that they're about to release five new tracks out right after yours, a week after yours, or days after yours? Or are there a couple of artists that they're focusing more of their time and energy on? So they're just kind of signing you as a filler uh, until these next artists release music, and then they're going to 
they're putting all their time and energy into that. A lot of the time, when you're a fairly new artist with just a couple thousand fans, this might be the situation that you're put into, and you might not realize it. You're just trying to get music out there, get content out there, but no one might see it because the record label might not do anything for you. So now you're giving up a big royalty percentage for a track to kind of flop. Whereas if you just distributed yourself, you could potentially reach the same amount of people or more and use your network and your promotion skills and marketing skills to further the track more than a record label would. Get more Spotify listeners. And then when you go to a bigger record label who actually invests in their artists then you have a bigger chance of reaching an even bigger audience especially if they do some sort of promo push or radio push so today we're going to be talking about the three distributors that i think are the best for you guys we're going to be talking about the differences between them what one does more than the other or better than the other and just kind of give you a good description of each one that way you know what to expect you can kind of look at these distributors and decide which one's going to be best for you and whether the cost is worth it. Now, when you're choosing a distributor, you need to decide exactly what your end goals are for the release. Deciding what your goals are is going to help you determine which distributor is going to be best for you and whether or not you should spend money on a distributor or not. So that's your first step. Decide what do you want this release to do? Do you want to just focus on streaming platforms? Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Google Play. Do you want your track to chart in Billboard? Do you want it on iTunes and Beatport so you can chart in Beatport? Because, you know, we're electronic musicians. A lot of big DJs and producers are on Beatport looking for new music. So if you're not on Beatport, they might not see you. They might not buy your track to play it. Now, a lot of them do get tracks from promo lists that they're a part of, which if that's the case, you just need to create your own. And we'll, we'll do a whole episode on that later. Once you've figured out exactly where you want your track to end up, then you can decide, okay, this distributor is probably going to be the best one for me. So that brings us into our first music distributor that we're going to be talking about, which is the one that I consistently send clients to, which is Amuse. Now, why do I consistently send clients to Amuse? Well, it's because when I'm beginning my process of starting a new project with a new client, I'm trying to figure out what their needs are. Where do you want this track to end up? Are you trying to sign this with a record label? Because if you sign it with a record label, they're going to put it everywhere. Just flat out, they're going to put it on Beatport, iTunes, all that stuff. But most of the time, these are independent artists. They don't have a record label they want to send it to or they just don't have the connection and they're kind of unsure of what they want to do with the track and then I start talking about well I can help you out with self-distribution we can get this distributed and put on Spotify Apple Music all these places where people can stream your music and you can make money off of them and you can promote it yourself you know you're not backed by a record label but at least it's out there and you can make money off of it And that's where I say Amuse is probably going to be the best fit for you. And they decide, okay, yeah, I kind of want to focus on these streaming platforms, especially because a lot of stuff is moving towards streaming. So I tell them to use Amuse. Now, Amuse is totally free. This is one of the reasons why I send them to Amuse. 
They want to focus just on streaming, and that's what Amuse focuses on. You can either see this as a positive or a negative. It's kind of how you see it. It doesn't cost anything, but you're limited to where they actually distribute your music to. They have a small list of partners, and uh, but they're the majors. So they're releasing all of your stuff to the major streaming platforms. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon Music, Deezer, Napster, Google Music, Shazam, YouTube, and that's about it. So you're not going to be getting on Beatport. You're not going to be getting on all of the hundreds of other places. You might be limited to countries, like where your reach hits in certain countries. But it's free. It doesn't cost anything. The other distributors we're going to be talking about, they have a fee that comes with them. But they have a few they have a few more benefits with them. Now, the nice thing about Amuse as well is they don't take anything. They don't take you keep 100 percent of your royalties. There's no fees, nothing. You can get paid out weekly. They've got a really nice mobile app that you can connect to with your artist profile. And they give you updates for your stats, where your plays are at how much you've made, and you can get paid out weekly. Some of these other platforms, it's similar to the publishing organizations that we were talking about in the last episode where you might not get paid out until the next quarter or until you meet a certain dollar amount. But with Amuse, you can pay yourself out weekly for however much money you've got in your streams there. Super convenient. Amuse even has their own record label too. So If you submit a track that they really like or have a track that was released through Amuse that starts picking up some notoriety, they might even sign the track. You can get signed on their record label, and this that starts this partnership with Amuse that can be very beneficial for you. Uh, One of the partners of Amuse who um, is an investor, or I I want to say I want to say he's an investor is Will I Am. So. Like there's legit artists backed behind a muse that can put you in connection with some crazy people if you have the right song and the right sound. There's a program that a muse has that I think is just fucking phenomenal for artists trying to make a living for themselves as musicians and just writing, writing music. And it's their fast forward program. Now, what their fast forward program is, it's almost like a loan that they provide to you, but it's based off of the data from your past royalties and what your potential royalties are in the future. So they basically look at how much you've made in the past with your royalties. They predict how much you're going to make in the next six months for your royalties, and they'll give that to you right away. So they'll basically just throw that money to you. Uh, There is a small fee that's included with that. If you are an artist who's starting to get a significant amount of streams and you need to fund something like your next EP or your album and you need this to get mixed and mastered or you need to hire a producer to help you or maybe you want to hire a vocalist for your next track, you're actually able to get that money for your future royalties for a small fee, take it, and use that for whatever your project is. With the Fast Forward program, this isn't something that's for everyone. It's someone who's gaining traction on their release um, so that their data can kind of predict how the next six months are going to look. What's crazy about Fast Forward 2 
is that they've I think it I think on their website it says something like they've put out two hundred to a hundred thousand dollars worth of fast forward royalties. So there's like there's legit money in this if your release does really well. You can fund the next six months of your life with fast forward if you have a significant release. And this is all free. They obviously they take a small fee for the fast forward program because they're kind of giving you a loan. But regardless, it, it might be a really good way for you to start making some traction. And if you have a really good track that does really well in streams and you make something like 10 grand, 15 grand in fast forward that can fund your life where you can focus more on music. And with fast forward, it's not like a publishing deal with a record label because some of these record labels hand out publishing deals where they go, okay, we're going to get, we're going to fund you for the next six months. We're going to pay for all your stuff, or we're just going to flat out pay you for six months or a year. You're going to write your new EP, write your new album, whatever, but you sign away the rights to your music when you do that. Most of the time when you do that, not with the muse, with the muse, it's basically the same thing. They advance, they give you an advance, a pay advance where it helps you fund what you're trying to do while keeping all the rights. You keep everything. That's this is why Amuse is so great and why I recommend them so much is they're so much about the independent artists and just letting the artists do what they want to do creatively uh, without these strenuous contracts that might lock you in place for years, which is just not fun. So if you're interested in using Amuse, just go to amuse.io. Now you can't really type. I, I think you might be able to type that in Google and it'll probably be the first thing that pops up, but you not, might need to put in HTTPS colon backslash backslash amuse.io. I'll also have a link to Amuse in the show notes. Just go to enviousaudio.com slash episode 14. But let's talk about the second distributor we're going to be talking about today, which is SpinUp. SpinUp is a distributor. They're a fairly new one, but they're partnered and backed by Universal. So you've got some big opportunities there if your track does really well distributed through SpinUp. SpinUp is fairly similar to Amuse in the sense of where they distribute to. So they distribute to all the same places as Amuse, but they've got some added bonuses in there for you. You can get on Beatport. You can get on Pandora. Um, so you, you have chances of getting some rate, you know, quote unquote radio play with Pandora, but it's really, it's streaming. But with Beatport, you have that opportunity of getting charted in Beatport and bigger producers, bigger DJs finding you and potentially working with you. Who knows what comes out of that? So Beatport can be very valuable here. It's, you don't want to discount Beatport, but I will say with Beatport, you have to look at your release and go, is this going to get purchased on Beatport? Is someone going to spend $2.50 on this release on Beatport? If you have a promo team set up where there are, you can get 20 people to buy your track so it charts, so more people buy your track, that's a good idea. It's a good, good idea to get on Beatport. That's a, it's a good position to be on. You might potentially get more people to buy the track. However. If you don't think people are going to buy this track and you might have a better chance with streaming platforms, 
Beatport might not be a good idea. And I'm pretty sure starting next year, starting at the beginning of 2020 in January, they're going to start removing tracks that have no purchases. So this is something to keep in mind. Is your track going to get purchased at all? If not, it's going to get removed from Beatport. If it gets removed from Beatport, then what's the point of distributing through something like SpinUp where you could release through Amuse and just focus on the streaming platform? Now, the reason why I say it might be a waste to, to release with SpinUp is because there's a fee associated with distributing through SpinUp. With these distribution platforms, though, fees are very small. It's almost always a yearly fee. With SpinUp, you can release one to two tracks per year for $10. And then they've got an EP program, which is three to six tracks for an entire year for $20. Uh, and then their third one is an album, which is seven to 25 tracks for $40. So this is something else that you need to keep in mind. How many tracks do you want to distribute throughout the year on these platforms? If you're only going to distribute two, then just do the $10 program. More than two, probably an EP. But you also have to determine how good's my music? Should I be releasing? I work with a lot of people who are so eager to release and want to get music out, but I continually tell them, slow down. Like, you don't need to release every single track you make. I always tell clients, it's good to release maybe a track a month, maybe maybe one every other month, maybe one every other month, and then at the six-month part of the year, you release an EP, and then one other single after that. Maybe thrown in the mix there, you're releasing with a record label as well if you're releasing independently, so you can really figure out the numbers of what how many you're going to release, or maybe this is a good starting point to make your goals for the next year, for 2020, because the year's coming up, so you if maybe you don't distribute the rest of the year, maybe you're just going to write some more tracks and get them prepped for the new year. And when the new year comes, or you can make your goals right now, you're going to say, I'm going to release six tracks throughout the year. That's one every other month. Or maybe you release three within the first six months, and then you release an EP in the last half of the year. Boom, you've got your EP $20 a month, or sorry, $20 a year for spin-up. Spin-up also doesn't have any costs or additional fees. So when you release your music, you're keeping 100% of the royalties. They're not taking any percentage of that at all. The only fee that they charge is this 10, 20, or $40 per year for releasing your music. What's nice and convenient with SpinUp, so I didn't mention this, but with Amuse, it's usually about a two-week buffer before your track gets released. But with SpinUp, you can actually get your music. You can like if you wanted to release in two days, you could get your music uploaded and released in two days. Very convenient there if you're trying to rush a release and you need something now. You also get the same kind of data and insights and all that information that you need and that you also get from Amuse, you get that as well with SpinUp. With getting paid on SpinUp, there's a 45-day delay for your sales report, and they mention this in their FAQ as well. Basically, if your track is released in January, you're not going to see the sales for January until about mid-March. Same with February, you're not going to see those sales till about mid-April. When you sign up for SpinUp and you register an account, release, 
there's an earnings tab within the website when you log in where you'll actually be able to cash out using like a PayPal account. But this is one where you have to have a certain amount of money in that account in order for you to get paid out, which is, I think they say something like 10 euros, which comes out to be 11 or $12. So it's important to keep in mind, like you can't just pay out whenever you want. And $10 in streams is quite a few streams. It's probably something around like 10,000 streams in order for you to get $10. If that, it might even be more, might be double that 20,000 streams. But the point is, is you're not going to get paid out right away the way you will with a muse. Now, if you get people purchasing on Beatport, yes, because all you need are about five people to purchase your song on Beatport. That's two dollars per purchase, two dollars to two fifty. So you can get that payout a lot faster. So, you know, with streaming platforms, it takes a lot longer to make money. But with these other platforms like Beatport or iTunes, it's a little bit quicker because you get that big payout right away. And this is more convenient with EPs and albums. People are more willing to buy an EP and an album than they are a single anymore. And that's pretty much it for spin up. So let's move on to the third and final distributor we're going to be talking about. And this is probably one that you all know, you've all heard of. I bet you guys are signed up for them, and it's the almighty distro kid. They're kind of the key distributor for electronic musicians. I see more people signed up on DistroKid, more EDM producers signed up on DistroKid than any other platform, and it's because they do things really well. They've got a huge library of partners that they release music through. It's something like over 150 or 100, maybe even 200 different stores that their music's distributed to. So you're casting out a wide net, a wide, wide net. And these are places all over the world that aren't just streaming platforms. So you might be getting paid out a lot faster and a bigger amount of money. Now with DistroKid, they do have a yearly fee which is $20 a year but it's not like spin up where there's a certain amount of tracks you can only release it's unlimited $20 is all you pay and you can release as many tracks as you want with DistroKid the cool thing about DistroKid though is that you can actually pick and choose where your music is placed on which stores I do believe that some of them might cost an extra fee for you adding them to those stores. I'm not 100% on what that fee might be. I think it might only be a dollar or two, but there might be a fee associated with specific stores if you want them added to those ones. But you're going to get on all the major streaming platforms for sure. Now, what's really cool is I mentioned TikTok a couple episodes ago um, and about how I think it's very powerful app for producers, especially EDM producers. What's badass about DistroKid is you don't need a TikTok account and you can get your music on TikTok through DistroKid. You can just check a box to add your track to TikTok so people can use that audio. Fucking sweet. It's amazing. Looks real professional, sounds great, and people can find your music on there and start using it to make videos with 
They do have a couple of different plans, though. So they've got the musician one, which is just one artist. You can upload however many tracks you want. You also get a Spotify verified checkmark as well. So you kind of get that notoriety with that checkmark. But then they've got the Musician Plus plan, which you can have two different artist names on that plan. And you get daily sales stats, customized label name, customized release date, customized pre-order date, customized iTunes pricing. Uh, you get a lot more out of it. You don't get those extra stuff with the ju- with just the Musician plan. That The Musician Plus plan is uh, $36 for the entire year, but you get a lot more out of it. And then they have a record label plan, which basically you can have five or more artists or band names, obviously, and then all the stuff that comes with the musician plan. Now, with the, with the label plan, you basically get to have as many, like way more artists on that plan than you would just a musician plan, obviously, because it's for a record label. That one comes out to be $80 a year. So how do you get paid with DistroKid? When do you get paid? It's similar to SpinUp where it takes about three months for them to get the sales report, for them to pay you out. And then once you actually request a withdrawal, it can take up to two weeks for you to actually get paid for that. So you don't have to have a certain amount in your account, uh, but you do have to wait about three months for you to get that payout for your release or whatever month your sales were coming in at. Now, as I said before, you keep 100% of your royalties from your sales. However, they do have a YouTube money service. And this is basically uh, your music gets put on YouTube videos and gets monetized and DistroKid goes out and gets the payment for that monetization of your music. You can opt out of this so your music won't be on YouTube videos to get monetized. But if you opt into this, they'll actually take 20% of that revenue because it takes time for them to actually go and find your music and request the royalties for those payouts. That's the only fee that they charge. And this is something that you can get out of. You don't have to enroll into it. So you have the option of whether or not you want them to be on the lookout for you and get those royalties, but they do take a fee. So that is about it for distributors. It's a real simple, quick and easy one. I kind of wanted to go over this because I feel like a lot of producers are so worried about releasing through a record label and they're unsure of how to distribute or what to look out for with distribution. So I wanted to make this as kind of a guide for you guys. So take this information, do some research on these distributors, go to enviousaudio.com slash episode 14. I'll have all the distributors on there. You can click on them, look at their FAQ and do some research on them, find which one you like the most, which fits the best for you. If you're focusing on streaming, I do think Amuse is just going to be your best bet. But if you want the variety of stores, DistroKid's probably your best bet. I will say the big benefit with SpinUp, if you have really good tracks that people really dig, putting them and releasing them on SpinUp opens you up to Universal Music because they do send tracks that do really well on SpinUp. They send them directly to A&R for Universal. So you have a lot of opportunities there. So just keep those things in mind when you guys are researching these and deciding where you want to distribute with. Oh, and by the way, this isn't like 
publishing organizations, you can be on multiple distributors. You just can't distribute the same song over multiple ones, if that makes sense. So you could release one song with Amuse, a different song with Spin Up, and a third different song with DistroKid, all on separate distribution platforms, but they're all gaining revenue on different platforms. However, I don't recommend doing this because it can get confusing where releases are and you got to kind of keep track of everything and it's a little too much. I recommend just picking one and sticking with it unless you stick with a muse and then you go, no, I want to start getting on Beatport, then look at either DistroKid or SpinUp. And by the way, there's a few, there, there's plenty of other distributors out there. If you just look up music distribution sites, you'll get a good Google list of other ones you can research. By the way, I do have a DistroKid affiliate link where you'll save up to 7%, I believe it is. It might be 5%. Go to enviousaudio.com slash DistroKid. Just click on the link there and I think you'll save something like 5 or 7% on your signup fee for DistroKid. So you'll get that 5 or 7% off of the $20 or maybe the $36 fee and you can start enjoying DistroKid right away. But thank you guys so much. I'm excited for the next episode. We're going to have Sean Johnson on. We're going to be discussing DJing and starting a business with that. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at podcast at enviousaudio.com. Don't forget to go to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. I would really appreciate it. I want to see some more reviews. I want to know how you guys are liking the show. Head to Facebook dot com and you can look up the electronic dance money community join it lots of good conversations going on in there can't wait for the next episode guys take care